We go. <laughs> All right, we are good to go, up and running here. Uh, welcome to some out of the box. Um, I am Dominic Latella, my host, my co-host, Lisa Latella. Hello, hello. Um, today on Swim Out of the Box, I personally wanted to talk about straight arm freestyle in parentheses, straight dun, arm dun, freestyle. Dun. And I wanted to talk about it because uh, one of our clients, James, brought an article from Swimmer Magazine talking about... Well, you named him. You never named his anyone. Last name. Ooh, James ooh, is a pretty common name. Interesting. Um, there's an article in Swimmer Magazine about straight arm freestyle. Yes. And I find this very frustrating. The article? No, not just the article. The article was okay. Misled, but misleading? okay. Yeah, not misleading. Just not didn't have great insight but okay. it makes me frustrated because do we call what's the opposite of straight arm freestyle what do we call that swimming normally <laughs> exactly right it's like well it's not really straight arm freestyle it's a recovery it's a straight arm recovery right your, your arms aren't just spinning right and the article did not do a good job of really pointing out that just because your recovery is straight, your arm doesn't need to be straight under the water. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's important to know that straight arm is a type of recovery, not necessarily a type of freestyle. But if you wanted to right. break it down to that, you can say there's a straight arm freestyle, I guess. Sure. But so what does I that think, really mean? So we should probably talk about straight arm recovery, relaxed arm recovery, and then windmill drill, because I feel like people really think that windmill drill is straight arm freestyle when they talk about it. Sure. And, that, and that's what the article talked about as well. Right. It's very disconcerting from my perspective. Okay. So let's... So, let's break it down Would a you want bit. to do windmill drill first, or do you want to do straight arm and then talk about why straight arm recovery is not windmill drill? Sure. It gets confusing because... I gave you two options and you said sure. I'm going to talk about both. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to go for it. Because it can be conflated. Okay. Um, yes, windmill drill. Your arm is remaining straight during the recovery mm -hmm. to mimic a windmill motion. Mm -hmm. But you're also rotating your hips 90 degrees. While swimming. While doing that straight arm recovery. Right. And your hand's pointing straight up to the ceiling. All right. So the arm is straight and it is a straight arm recovery, but it's still a drill. It's not swimming, right? It's an over-exaggerated, uh, an, over an over-exaggeration of movements in general. So what's it's the point of that drill? It's just really big rotation, really big arm circles or strokes to exaggerate things. So I like it personally. I like to use it to help people learn how to balance a little bit better, but I also learn, I like to use it to warm up with. I tell this to a lot of people. I use it in all my warm-ups when I do swim to sort of just wake up my body. But if it's you're like using stretching. it in a lesson, why are you having someone do it? Like what balance. is the problem that you're trying to fix? It's either, it's either I want them to have forced balance by over-rotating okay. or I want them to understand how long their arm is. And when you make that big windmill motion, people tend to use their shoulder blade to move their arm up mm -hmm. a little bit better. 
That's and why by, I like to do it. By over rotation, you mean 90 degrees because Correct. the optimal amount of rotation of your hips is 45 degrees, right? Or less, depending on what you're doing. But okay, yes. well, you told me that, so yeah. I was pretty sure I could say the that positively. That yeah, the max that you need. I wouldn't say the optimal amount. The max that you need is 45 for okay. mobility purposes through your breath and through your recovery of your and stroke. You and you don't want to rotate more than that when you're swimming normally. Why? Because it increases your cadence without giving any additional benefits. It doesn't help. Over-rotating. Yeah, it doesn't help um, give you more mobility past 45 degrees Plus, it's then the you same run the amount risk of mobility of literally losing balance in the water and then balance becomes a lot more difficult that's right. why we use it for drill purposes swimming purposes people start compensating if they start rotating 90 degrees mm -hmm. now okay getting back to so straight that arm. was windmill drill yes i want to be very clear right so straight arm freestyle recovery you said you didn't yeah, want to we'll, say straight yeah, arm we'll, freestyle we'll, we'll we'll say recovery in a freestyle. So if you have a straight arm recovery in a freestyle, mm -hmm. traditionally people think of that as a sprint stroke. And I understand why. Even though you're still making the same catch and power phase and finish movements under the water? Well, I'm asking. Kind I don't of. know. No. I honestly don't understand. Never, none of these things ever had names when I was a child and when I was growing mm -hmm. up and learning and training. It was just freestyle. It was just freestyle. So like right. people ask all these questions and I sort of look at them like they have three heads. Yeah, I, th I think we're getting to a point now where people are recognizing that a traditional freestyle in quotation marks with mm -hmm. a relaxed recovery, meaning elbows are up high. You know, I don't like to say that. Um, we like to say forward and up. And with a front quadrant freestyle. Which right? means that at some point both arms are going to be in the front quadrant of the swimmer of your body so it's almost a catch-up drill okay right um i think that's actually probably the start of this right people started saying oh front quadrant freestyle and then once they put that adjective front quadrant freestyle people thought they could just add whatever they wanted now it's like this freestyle and this freestyle and this freestyle and so a straight arm freestyle or a straight arm recovery traditionally mm -hmm. is about sprinting. Okay. Is meant for sprinting? Yes. So people can swim different kinds of freestyle for different reasons. Absolutely. Okay. And that's normal. I would say so. Okay. Um, so if someone got bored and wanted to go look at like the 50 freestyle sprint in the 2016 Olympics, mm -hmm. you would see a very clear straight arm recovery or a straight arm freestyle in those 50 sprints okay and with that those arms are almost like a windmill motion there is less rotation involved because they have to keep up a, a pretty fast cadence mm -hmm. so it does put a lot of strain or potential strain on a swimmer's shoulder the joint correct and their arm typically is a lot straighter under the water during that as so well. So they're not going to catch They will. As it's just well? not, no, it's just going to be not as shallow. So the deeper an arm goes, the straighter the arm becomes. And that also leads to potential injury in a shoulder. So now whenever you tell me that I'm catching too late, I'm just going to tell you I'm swimming straight arm freestyle. And then I'm going to ask to see a straight arm freestyle then. Which I can't do. Okay. <laughs> so... That freestyle and that approach, the arm is 
like a windmill shape so it's coming over the top during the recovery Mm -hmm. now this is what i never understood how in the world am i supposed to if i'm literally swinging my arm back how am i supposed to enter the water without just smacking you don't you do i mean that's that's part of it that is so weird there is some thought that that press downward actually helps lift sprinters upward and because smack downward into the water because it's 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 vertical propulsion when you smack the surface of the water. It actually lifts you up a little bit. Which is not the direction I'm trying to move in the water. Maybe. Who, because what freestyler is, is trying to move up? The thought is, sprinters, the thought is because you're pushing yourself up and forward and you're kicking as hard as you're kicking. You're, you're really Jesus? doing... You're Yeah, you're literally on top of the water. <laughs> and that way you have less resistance. Obviously, swimming that way is really fatiguing and that's why people can only do it for a 50 maybe a 100 yikes right okay now why this is important all this is important to me is that we teach people how to do a type of freestyle Mm -hmm. that their arm is probably straighter and for some of them i ask them to make their arm straight Mm -hmm. but their arm is straighter than what they traditionally think their arm should be right so it's okay it's i think it's silly to call a freestyle after the type of recovery because i don't really care what someone's arm is doing above the water as much as i care about what it's doing under the water Mm -hmm. and i also think that the freestyle is a lot more complicated than just what the recovery looks like it shouldn't be as simple as oh that arm is straight that's a straight arm recovery because the way that I teach freestyle, arms are straighter, and some people's arms are completely straight. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't call it a straight arm freestyle in the terms of a sprinter. So, okay, here's some of the pros with what we teach the straight arm freestyle, right? So if I said we're gonna, I'm gonna teach someone a free, straight arm freestyle, I actually change the name, and we talk about this. I don't think we've ever talked about it on the podcast. No, because um, I'm clueless. Either it's circle freestyle or vortex freestyle they're the same exact thing these are the things that we call freestyle because of what we ask our our swimmers to do Mm -hmm. not when you're learning by the way this is not something that we have you actually like it's not like okay you're gonna now that you know you know how to float let's work on this very technically proficient freestyle this is more of an advanced like you're working intermediate intermediate advanced um I would actually go as far as beginners should start to learn. To move I mean, they should, but most people don't because um, it's intimidating. But, well, it's just different. And that's the problem. Because people are saying um, straight arm freestyle and they they go to swim box and get taught how to do this circle freestyle that also incorporates a straighter arm. Mm-hmm. Outsiders think that it's a straight arm freestyle. And then they're told, don't do that. That's a straight arm freestyle. You do that when you sprint, right? Because some of the cons that come with a straight arm freestyle, as I mentioned before, are potential injury through the shoulder. But that's also potential with the relaxed recovery as well. It doesn't change. The opportunity to injure a shoulder is about equal. I wouldn't say greater on either one. If I do a straight arm sprint freestyle, Mm -hmm. I have great potential to injure my shoulder. If I do a relaxed recovery freestyle, I have about the same amount potential to injure my shoulder. Oh, that's interesting. I would have thought it would be more with straight arm. Because to me, I literally don't know how to recover that way without 
putting all the force into my joint. It's really about the rotation, right? It's really about... No, I don't know. It's not right. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm asking you. It's really about the rotation. If I don't have that 45 degrees... Of your hips. Rotation from, of your hips. Of your body. Just call it your body. Then the shoulder is going to be vulnerable to injury. It's, it's going it, to... It can happen. So that's why the way that we teach freestyle mm-hmm. with a straighter arm, it is virtually... Uh, I wouldn't say impossible. It is very difficult to injure your shoulder with a circle freestyle. And in the article that I I, I referred referenced at the beginning of this, they called it an elliptical straight arm freestyle. They, told, they called what an elliptical straight arm? The approach that I'm talking about. Okay. Right? So your arm's not coming up overhead. It's going outward and around. Which ellipticals don't do, so I'm not sure why we would call it that. I I agree. So <laughs> it's a no bit sense. weird to call it that, but yeah. I understand. I get it. So the way that we teach freestyle with a straighter arm is for the arm to be pushing outward slightly under the water and then to come around or circle around above the water, not to come over the top of the person and downward. Does that make sense? Well, I mean, it makes sense to me because I've seen you teach it. And if, if it doesn't make sense to someone listening, they can probably go on our YouTube and look at it, right? I mean, there's so many videos on there of people doing this. Not really, no. No? Okay, no. we'll get more on there then. Yeah. We could do that. I've been trying to get videos on there. He doesn't want to. Yell at him. Everybody. I want to make videos. <laughs> I just don't have a lot of time to make videos. So it's a much safer approach, but the arm is still straight. Some of the other sort of negatives of a sort of a traditional straight arm freestyle. See, I need to make you stop because what I don't understand is like your arm isn't locked. Right. So I hate, it's not straight. My arm could be straight and not locked. Look, it's straight, but it's not locked. There's. But you don't swim that way. Yeah, but an arm can be that straight, but not locked. I don't know. It's just an issue to me. Like your your elbow is always slightly bent. Yeah. It's, so that's it's, frustrating because like I it's agree. an incorrect use of the word. And then yeah. to me mentally, I'm like straight arm and I'm just smacking the shit out of the water and not going anywhere. Yeah. It's, well, you'll go somewhere. Just not very yeah, fast. to the hospital because <laughs> I just really retore my already torn. What is so, that? My labrum? Yes. So I want I want to at least put information out there saying it is okay to have a straighter arm. Mm-hmm. It is okay to not worry about having a high elbow in quotation marks. It's fine. You just need to make sure that the rotation is appropriate for your shoulder joint mm-hmm. to have mobility. But also, if you are going to do a straight arm freestyle, my suggestions would be that you press outward and around versus press over the what? top. Uh, when you recover, your arm is pressing outward and around. So as it exits, it's going around, not over the top. Doesn't It shouldn't look like a, a Ferris wheel or a windmill. Right. Right? It should be a lot more horizontal, a lot more closer to the surface of the water. Mm-hmm. Make sense? Mm-hmm. That sh- would protect someone's shoulder and will, would allow as little as like 35 degrees of rotation, which is very significant because now my cadence can be a lot faster but my hands also have to be opposite each other at that point too at what point if i'm rotating 35 degrees because if they're not opposite 
I'm going to have weird bouncing up and down. and Like of your whole body? Yep. I'll bounce up and down. And as one arm is kind of circling outward and around, mm-hmm. the other arm that's out in front of me might compensate um, and, and slide outward. So, for instance, if I'm swimming, I know. That was rough. I'm sorry. I'm, a, I'm-, I'm trying to explain. If I'm swimming and I'm recovering with my right arm, okay. and my right arm is out, away from my body. Okay, so it's circling around, it's above the water, and it's it's got weight far away from my body. Weight being my my hand, mm-hmm. right? If I don't have very good balance, or if I'm just reacting to that change of balance, my lead arm, my left arm, which is out in front of me, mm-hmm. might slide to my left to match the distance that my right arm is. So it might slide outward to better help you balance because you've Correct. now thrown yourself off. Right. Okay. But that only really occurs if you're doing a front quadrant freestyle with this straight arm recovery circular roundabout approach. Anyone else think this is starting to sound like math class? <laughs> it's getting complicated. It's getting a little interesting. It gets complicated. This is what my head is like, and I'm sorry. It is just... No, it makes sense like when... like clogged up in there. I understand what you're saying, but I'm still having trouble... I just went, I mean, this is probably a little bit of a tangent. I'm sorry about that. But I just went back to how you said straight arm recovery can allow your shoulder blades to move better. You said that about straight arm. Yeah, absolutely. Because to me, like in that motion, I'm only using my joint. You'd be wrong. But you can only use your That's fine that joint. I'm wrong, but that's yeah. what's happening to yeah. me. You could only use that joint. But it's just like raising your hand in math class since you brought it up. There's Evie. Um, if i raise my arm in math class my shoulder blade goes up it doesn't have to i can keep it down if i force it yeah but you're not rotated right now so like it doesn't matter i'm like coming around like this it's in my shoulder joint this is painful to me that's because your arm is behind your body but i'm rotated just because your body's rotated doesn't mean your arm has to be behind you i'm just gonna go back to being quiet and saying "Mm -hmm." does that make sense (laughs) no it doesn't because that hurt me yeah you rotated your body and you also put your arm behind you. You can rotate your body and have your arm in front of you. And that's the whole point is that when you maybe were, the point of this podcast is that I need to take some lessons. You probably do. Just hmm. not with me. Yeah. I'd murder you. <laughs> okay. So the goal or ideally when someone is in the propulsive phase, their arm should be in front of them mm-hmm. on the front plane of their body. When they're recovering because their body has rotated, it is still on the front plane of their body. Front plane of your body just means... Your chest. Think about that. If you had a, a board that was flat against your chest, that's your front, that board is your front plane. So where is your arm supposed to go in relation to this board? You just confused me and I knew what you were talking about. It would be... You want right your arm out, in it, front of you. In yeah, front it, of... The, the board is here. It's it's still out in front of my body. Okay. It's in, almost impossible to articulate. To me, it sounds simple enough. My arm doesn't leave the front plane of my body. So I'm if my arm is on the side sure of my explained. body... So if my arm is on the side of my body, or if my arm is behind my body, it's wrong. So why do you say front plane and not just in front of your body? Because that plane... It expands that your arm can go outward, right? Because some people would just say, oh, at shoulder line, my arm is in front of my body. Okay. That makes sense. I it's understand. Nuanced. That's all. Um, so 
got off on a, a little bit of a tangent there, I think. But if you try to do a recovery that's circular like that and your arms are not opposite and they're in that mm-hmm. front quadrant freestyle, mm-hmm. then the lead arm is very likely to slide outward. And we don't want lead arm sliding outward because right. then you're wasting time and you're actually going to hurt your elbow and your maybe your shoulder too by sliding outward like not that. Not to mention you're going to go much slower trying to balance yourself because you threw yourself off balance yeah. and you have to bring yourself back. Well, you won't bring yourself back. You'll, you'll, your arm will be busy compensating for balance when it should be busy generating propulsion. Mm-hmm. Right. And this idea, this concept used to really plague my thoughts because I always what concept that if one arm is really, if the recovery arm is far away from the body, mm-hmm. then the propulsive arm is going to slide out. Right. And it does happen. It happens very consistently. Why would that plague your thoughts? Because I'm trying to explain keeping your arm far away from your body like that allows for very safe movement. It really simplifies movement. It doesn't um, take a lot to figure out how to move that way. It is literally swinging your arm forward from your shoulder or sorry, from your shoulder blade. Mm Mm-hmm which is very safe doing a relaxed recovery people can get very easily confused because it's an add, adding another joint to it and when you add that elbow joint to things eh, things get a little out of whack and i used to spend like week after week after week doing lessons on how to recover with a straight arm reco- or sorry with a relaxed recovery to no end people just wouldn't get it Mm-hmm. And they were still putting all the effort into their shoulder joint. Because they were having trouble figuring out the proper position even of their elbow. How their elbow gets involved without their shoulder having to get involved. And you're saying that straight arm recovery eliminates doesn't necessarily that. involve that? It eliminates it. But you still can't drop your elbow. So isn't it still it's, involved? It's nearly impossible to drop your elbow in that recovery. It's not impossible to drop your elbow during the catch. But during that recovery, it's nearly impossible to be effective. Um, okay. Now, so that's why I played my thoughts because it's such a safe way to swim, mm-hmm. but it would cause people to swim slower and their lead arm to be way out and cause all this drag and all these other problems. So I used to really consider, well, is there some other way? One of the things that we work on at Swimbox with freestyle and what we teach now is to try to keep your arms opposite from each other. Because if your arm is opposite from each other, that lead arm can't slide outward. Really? It's, is it not possible? It's already behind you. I say behind you. It's already in the back of the stroke. So when you say keep your arms opposite, explain what you're talking about. Um, if my front arm is catching, where's my where's my other arm? Your back arm is exiting. They're opposites. Polar opposites. Backstroke. That's what backstroke is. Mm-hmm. Right? And that arms keeping opposite from each other prevents your lead arm from sliding out but it also allows for less rotation which allows for a faster cadence cadence is always from the body not from the arms does that make sense mm-hmm. that's really important because lots of people want to move their arms quickly and go well look at my fast cadence well, so the rotation of your hips is what sets your cadence your rotation in general i i tend not to want to talk about rotation from the hips anymore only because it's coming from s- your arms, your shoulder blade, your hips, and your kick. 
Doesn't it start at your hips, though? It, they all need to work together on it. Sometimes you have to point out one more than the other to somebody mm-hmm. so they understand. And someone needs to give maybe one more of a priority uh, so that they can understand. But at a certain point, they shouldn't be focusing just on their hip rotation. So I Got find it. it or I have found it to be very safe for people to swim this way, shoulder injury prevention wise. Um, the other thing is that a straighter arm versus a relaxed recovery mm-hmm. or maybe a circular recovery versus an over a top straight arm recovery allows for a very long reach above the waterline, which reduces drag. So a long reach is good. Is very good. But as a reach is different on- from overextending. Absolutely. Got it. I have to reach. Um, if I can manage to keep my arms opposite as I'm extending over the surface with my recovery mm-hmm. arm, my my propulsive arm is pushing me forward still. Which is your propulsive arm? What do you mean? If one arm is recovering, the opposite arm is the propulsive arm. Oh, okay. Sorry. It's okay. I was just trying to make sure it was clear. Yeah. So the recovery arm is reaching over the surface of the water. Mm-hmm. The propulsive arm is actually pushing water, pushing against the water still. So you're still generating positive propulsion. If my recovery arm entered in short and my arm was pushing, I was I would be causing frontal drag. That's what I was trying to explain the other day when you were watching somebody's lesson who was entering early mm-hmm. or short. Um, so that works in a front quadrant freestyle because one arm isn't really generating propulsion at, at that point that the other arm is sort of entering. So frontal drag, I think you should re-explain since now you've said it. Frontal drag is what it sounds like. It's just drag that's caused from the front of your body as you're traveling forward. So the front of your body, I guess, uh, when you're horizontal is like uh, your your forearms or your head, things like that. I need to see if Evie's eating a piece of a puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> so when as Lissa checks on Evie, um, I don't personally see very many negatives with she it. Was. Good job. Way to save the puzzle and Evie. Um, I personally don't see a problem with a distance swimmer, middle distance swimmer, a sprinter swimming with a straighter arm as long as it's not up and over the top, but the arm is circling, circling, uh, circling around and close to the surface. It's very safe. Okay. Um, I don't want people to get the impression that just because arms are straighter or that arms are opposite that it has to be a sprint either because it doesn't. Now, why, if it's so much easier, would people not do that all the time just because it gasses you out? There's a learning curve to it. Mm -hmm. Um, And what I mean by that isn't just learning how to make the movement. Your body also has to get used to using those muscles because it does force swimming muscles to work where a lot of people have skirted their swimming muscles and never used their lats completely or correctly or never used their upper backs completely or correctly. Mm -hmm. And so now with this approach, they have to, and they're not used to it or their triceps. They've never used their triceps completely or correctly. And so it's can be very sore. It also forces people to engage their core if they do it correctly Mm -hmm. without them actually forcing their core to be engaged. That is uh, some more feedback that I've gotten is, oh my God, my core is so sore after doing this. 
because it's being activated as opposed to you like clenching that's what you mean though if i swim a 500 the chances of me squeezing my core for the entire 500 are slim to none i might be able to make it a 25 maybe 35 yards do a flip turn and push off and then i'm like i'm done i can't keep that anymore because you're not supposed to keep static core or static anything when you're doing any sort of athletic pursuit so it changes the way people use their muscles for the positive and Mm -hmm. so those muscles have to kind of get used to that use and so people get sore from it it's it is tiring initially because you're not used to it Mm -hmm. but it's very uh people are very capable of getting through the learning curve and performing this type of freestyle what we call circle freestyle or vortex freestyle for long distances perfectly capable of it Mm -hmm. and because you're using rotation to set your cadence you can rotate 45 degrees and and have a fairly comfortable cadence without trying very hard like without letting your heart rate get higher than like don't you want to try i want you to try but i want you to have to try very hard if you're going to swim 2.4 miles Mm. i want you to try but i want you to be at i don't want you to be at 90 percent would you you still have people swim this way for sprints is this is are you trying to say that this way the circle slash vortex swimming that we teach is utilizable not a word usable (laughs) i'll take it accept it here for all types of races yes because that what changes is cadence so if i want to do a 50 i can rotate less Mm -hmm. and i can increase my cadence but i can have that nice long reach still and i'll go faster oh and i can slow my cadence down keep that nice same long reach i'll slow down my cadence but Mm -hmm. i'll be able to travel for a longer period of time and that way you also don't have to be concerned about switching and like making different movements because it's hard to keep track of i think for me it would be at least i find it really helpful in open water because you can find what really helpful in open water the circle freestyle not switching movements i don't know what you mean by switching movements if i'm if i'm not doing that and i have to switch to straight arm recovery for sprints and then i'm swimming differently Mm. for long distance events to me that becomes very confusing yeah it is confusing because especially with kids because they have to be able to um figure out that there's multiple ways to do this right um so with open water swimming i really like it because with open water swimming you have to be able to change speeds pretty quickly so a great example is if there's a swell, mm-hmm. I can increase my cadence to go up the swell. And I can slow my cadence down to go down the swell. And having that straighter arm actually really helps me brace myself and balance myself on swells. So do you think that the circle slash vortex freestyle is just like the combination of both of the best aspects of each? Mm-hmm. Straight arm recovery and relaxed arm recovery? Or is it just like... Mm, something i don't know if it's a combination it's it's definitely born of both Mm -hmm. but i don't i wouldn't i i have a hard time being able to discern discern how much of one or the other because it is different Mm -hmm. um part of the reason why i like the idea of arms being opposite from each other is not just a balance thing Mm -hmm. and a rotation thing it also always it helps maintain momentum and we don't want momentum to slow down or velocity to slow down. Mm-hmm. All right. So there's that as well. And that's kind of more of a sprint concept. So may, it might be a little bit more of a sprint freestyle concept applied to distance 
freestyle. Okay. That makes sense. I hope it makes sense. But if somebody reads that Swimmer magazine article from US Master Swimming, Mm -hmm. I want them to be able to hear this and know that that is not like definitive. That does not do a great job of explaining the more subtle nuances of a straight arm freestyle. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, straight arm freestyle I don't is not a term that I would use. I would call it a sprint freestyle or a distance freestyle. I think you use those words and it just becomes like kind of confusing. Yeah. Because you don't actually mean that. Like it doesn't actually mean right. that. Right. It, so sprint freestyle, I go, oh, someone's going to perform a sprint and move in this certain way. Mm-hmm. Distance freestyle, oh, someone's going to be moving in this certain way. Where like front quadrant freestyle... Well, okay, I know what I'm going to see there. I'm going to see arms right. in the front quadrant. All right, so for us, we call this circle freestyle. Okay, I know what I'm going to see. I'm going to see arms making half circles under the water and finishing the circle above the water, mm-hmm. which anyone that's listening to this who doesn't know what I'm talking about might be a little confused by that statement. I think at some point we probably need to have a podcast just dedicated to talking about circle freestyle. I mean, I think looking at the kayak drill video on YouTube. Mm. Yeah, that would be very helpful, I think, for people to to watch. Yeah. Um, You know, there are fewer cons to swimming circle freestyle, which happens to have a straighter arm recovery Mm -hmm. than that article written in Streamline Magazine. Swimmer Magazine. Is it Swimmer? Mm -hmm. Streamlines used to be their magazine. I don't don't know know what that is. I don't know. Um, Swimmer Magazine article. They talk a lot about the cons of a straight arm freestyle, but they're also talking about a straight arm sprint freestyle. Right. So it's kind of unfair. It's 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 not clear mm-hmm. in that article. And I think that article will very quickly turn people off from a different approach, from a relaxed well, recovery approach. It seems that they tried to simplify it. Or they didn't understand it completely. Or both. Or both. Because it's very short. It is very short. It's and not. This is incredi- incredibly complicated stuff. Yeah. You can talk about these things in short bursts, but like you'll never really grasp the entire concept of it. Like even now talking about it like this. It's incredibly hard to talk about. doesn't grasp the entire concept of it. Yeah. It's very hard to talk about because words can only do so much. And whatever words I say doesn't mean that it's going to make sense or filter correctly through the filters of another human being. Eh, that's what life is. Whatever. I know. That's why we need uh what is that? Elon Musk thing where they're like plugging it into people's head. Brain link? Neural, neural Neuralink. Link. Neuralink. We need Neuralink so God. that we can like No. I don't want that. That'll be the podcast of the future. This isn't black. I'll be mirror. able to like just no. put images into people's minds. I won't even have to say words. Because that's not terrifying. My biggest concern would be That's like airdropping to hear- someone who doesn't want it. I didn't ask you know how for this. Sometimes, you know how like sometimes you'll think something, but know that it's wrong. But if someone picks up your thought before you correct it, oh, <laughs> that'd be troublesome. Anyway. See, that's why we don't need this. Like I said, not Black Mirror. Let's but you'll down. always know what someone's lying. Let's that's kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> no. So anyway, um, it's hard to talk about because... How do we paint that picture with words? It's not an easy picture to paint. There's a lot going on, a lot of moving parts. Um, I just want people to know that 
freestyles should not be determined or defined by the way that your arm moves above the water mm-hmm. or even under the water for that matter. I don't know. Maybe it does. But above the water, I, I don't think you should call it what your arm, your recovery is, what that freestyle is. There's so much more going on in that, those freestyles than just the recovery. Yeah. So I think it's just trying to make sure that there's some nuance to this discussion about straight arm recovery versus relaxed recovery they're just types of recovery mm-hmm. they have pros and cons both of them how do we how do we utilize what we know about b- both of them to make a safe recovery which then leads to a better catch which then leads to better propulsion and then a better finish and then back to the recovery so don't don't read articles and go well i read this so it must be right don't listen yeah, to this podcast. Don't listen to the internet. And, and think the same thing. All right? I mean, you have it's to... It's on the internet. It must be true. You just have to question what is being said with your understanding. And if you don't have an understanding, ask your coach. Ask your instructor. Yeah. The best thing to do is just ask questions from this. That's all. Yeah. I mean, that's all you should really take out of things like this. It's like, oh, well, what can I do with this new information? I will ask and see how I can make this best for me. Yeah. So... So hopefully this applies and some pieces of what we said can yeah. be taken. I think I think looking at the kayak drill video would be helpful to explain the circle slash vortex freestyle that we keep talking about that we work on with people. Um, it's easier than you think. And I think when you first look at it, you'll be like, oh, totally get it. Yeah. If that makes any sense. I think so. And maybe we should put a video up for circle freestyle. Maybe we do a podcast about circle freestyle Mm -hmm. or vortex freestyle. Circle freestyle sounds like circle swimming. Um, So vortex freestyle, we do a podcast on it. We also put a video together for it and really release them both at the same time. Interesting. Mm. I mean, we should probably not brainstorm. Maybe. All right. Mainly because Evie has one of your socks and I'd like to get it back. Okay, well, let's end the podcast on that note then so we can go rescue some socks. (laughs) All right, if you have any questions, shoot us an email, Google us, all that good stuff. Thanks for listening. Uh, We really appreciate it. Talk to you guys later. Bye.